bad in the picture of the pictures. But. Mm, I'm currently looking at Megan's school pictures. <laughs> you look good. You you look you look like. Uh, did you say go? Did you say yes? <laughs> you said yes. You said go. Smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, well, I literally walked up. And he was like, "Tilt your head this way. Tilt your head that way." And then I smiled real big. And then they're like, "Okay, good." And I was like, "All right." And then I left. <laughs> Are you recording? <laughs> Welcome to a very special episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Brent. With me is my friend Megan, whose mouth is half full of a cookie and did not realize that I had pressed record on purpose. Her face is as red as a tomato right now, and it was actually technically her turn to open, but I just straight up stole it because it's too good and she can't currently breathe. So I'm in. Megan, how are you? <laughs> good. Uh, she brought cookies today from our bank because she did a bank Mm -hmm. deposit and it's a customer appreciation weekend. So we got a cinnamon heart cookie. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I noticed, uh, that there were two of them and she said, yes, that's the only reason I brought them up here. If there was one, (laughs) you would have never known it was customer appreciation week, (laughs) which is very true. It's a pretty good cookie though. Yeah. It's not not bad. bad. It's not bad. It's a solid sugar cookie with cinnamon sugar There's a rule in podcasting of never eating anything while you're podcasting. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm bummed that you broke the rule. I'm going to try and not to break the rule. Because you're a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Big old jerk. I waited until you had that monster bite as well. So because I was like, oh, I'm gonna finish this before we yeah, let's finish record. it before we do it. So and then he clicked record. No, don't have the time to do that today. So all good. How are you, Megan? I'm good. How was your weekend? It was good. Good. Yeah. I heard somebody say the other day um, that your laugh uh, is perfect for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you're incisive. You don't put up with any of my BS. Um, <laughs> that you call me on everything. And that they really like it. I don't remember who it was. It probably, it sounds like Aubrey in my life. I just remember somebody going, um, you know, it's fun. I, 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 I listened to it and, and it's really good and all this kind of stuff. So, Well, thanks. Yeah, it's good. I appreciate it. How was your weekend? You just asked me that, but it's good. Sorry, do it again. My computer froze for a half a second. I freaked out. I'm like, why is this freezing right now? I, what did I do? Nothing. Nothing. I slept in. Okay. Which is really exciting. Great. Until my cats are like, um, it's well past time for you to feed us. Get yeah. up, lady. Uh, and then, yeah, no, just normal, normal stuff. Right before I surprised you by clicking mm-hmm. uh, record on this podcast, you were telling me that you got a text or a message, either way, it yeah. doesn't matter, mm-hmm. from our friend Margot back yep. in Pittsburgh. Uh, and it had to do, go ahead and just r- read it for oh, me. Okay, or- so this is this is cold. We, we, like, we message pretty frequently, okay. but we haven't in a couple days. So this is out of the blue. Just out of the blue. Yeah. Um, sometimes I wonder if Ron's spell in the first book would have turned Scabbers yellow if he wasn't an animagus. So, which is a reference to Harry Potter. Harry Potter, for those of you who uh, don't know. In the first one on the train to the school, he tries to turn him into something and he does Ron has a rat named Scabbers. Yep, yep. Tries to turn him yellow. The spell doesn't work. And right. Ron's and like, Ron feels like, I can't do, I'm not good Ron's at like, it. Ron's like, oh, I guess, I no, he, I think what he says is, oh, the twins must have been messing with me and it's not a real spell. And we find out in episode three. Yeah, book or three. Sh- book three or movie three. I've uh-huh. never read the books, but I, <laughs> this is why this is so relevant, Megan. <laughs> I watched Harry Potter, the third one for the very first time oh, okay. in my life two nights ago. Okay. Two nights ago. So as in 48 hours ago, your little comment would have made absolutely no, <laughs> no sense, sense to me. No sense to you. <laughs> As a result of saying that, you have me thinking now. 
You know, yeah. like I yeah. get it and yeah. I understand. I feel like I'm kind of on the in for Harry <laughs> Potter stuff for the first time in my life. I've been to Harry Potter land and I was like, this place is cool, really yeah. cool. Uh-huh, and I never read a it. single book or watched yeah. a single movie. But I have kids and we're taking them to Disney World and Harry Potter land next week, mm-hmm. in fact. We'll, more about that in a second. Um, and so we have been slowly jo- – Jovi's been reading the books. Uh, London's already read them all, uh, but she hadn't watched any of the movies. And so we're watching all the movies together. And uh, we're trying to keep pace with Jovi's reading schedule. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, have you read this? She'll be like, yes, I've already read this. Okay, this is safe to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got to this part now, and she's just too slow on the reading right now. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I got to keep moving. Yeah. I got to keep moving. I'm too invested. Um, <laughs> so we just almost finished three. And I say almost finished three um, because it got a little scary. Yep. The werewolf part happened. Yep. And I looked at the clock and it was like already past the bedtime for the kids. And so we turned it off with like 30 minutes left in this movie. Now, Mm -hmm. I know that there's credits and stuff, so it's probably only about 22 minutes left. But we turned it off and we're waiting. I think we're going to try and finish it tonight as a family. Um, And what happened was all the kids went to bed. And then about 20 minutes later, (laughs) Clive came walking out (laughs) with like half asleep, drunk eyes, looking at us and goes, Mom, I don't like the wolves. (laughs) Oh no! I don't. He goes. I don't want to go to Harry Potter land. Oh no! We're like, well, that's not an option, kid, because we already paid for that. So that's happening. You're going. So we're like, oh, buddy, there's no, there's the the wolves aren't really real. There's no, they, they don't allow them to come into Harry Mm -hmm. Potter land. They're not there, you know, and they don't, they don't, you know, that's fake, right? Mm -hmm. And he's just like, uh, and he goes, um. I want to go to blue Harry Potter land, not orange Harry Potter land. And we were like, okay, whatever. But what yeah. does that mean? Well, what that means is we looked, we watched it on HBO, the app uh-huh. on our Apple TV. And the the icon or the logo for the two different movies, one of them is orange and one of them is blue. Uh... And so he's associated <laughs> the blue Harry Potter land with, instead of the orange. and doesn't yeah. want to watch three. He wants to watch yeah. two. Yeah. He wants to go to the Harry Potter land that's for two, yeah. not for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know what i mean i was thinking through it i was telling kylie like there's been other scare like the tree that like almost mm-hmm. tries to kill him there's been like a huge spider how are you like wolves was the thing well the and like spider. the snake in book the two, snake in into yeah two, like yeah so anyway maybe wolves, wolves feels more real like that's something that could possibly happen to and my they life. did like the you know the transformation of the mm-hmm. guy into it as a werewolf yeah. and mm-hmm. perhaps that was the more scary thing so mm-hmm. we've got an issue on our on our hands if he starts like you know hanging onto the car door and letting himself outside and all that kind of stuff because <laughs> we leave very soon for that and it, <laughs> it uh is way too much money to not uh actually enjoy it and experience it so yeah Anyways, thanks, Margo, for that, to yeah. kind of spark that conversation and get things going for us. Uh, yeah, I went duck hunting this weekend. It oh, was cold. Exciting. It was, um, uh, I forgot a jacket. What, um, what? Yeah, really dumb. Who are you? That's like a rookie move. Yeah. I, no like, halfway, I remember my first time duck hunting. I have never duck hunted, but I would have brought a coat. <laughs> yeah, half hour outside of town. We were driving up to Connell somewhere. I can't really tell you where, but um, <laughs> I realized I looked down and I'm like, I don't have a jacket. I like didn't think about it you know it, it was so early in the morning you're just trying to be quiet leaving excuses, the house excuses yeah excuses and like they're all like the, the the waiters in the garage the you know the guns in it you know whatever it's so it's it's hard to kind of like get everything all together and so you do it all the night before uh, i know but we were carving pumpkins at friends houses <laughs> and playing our six nymphed game together <laughs> and i uh i couldn't make it happen so uh anyways that's your own dang fault yeah it is my own dang fault I'm whining <laughs> and complaining <laughs> on sunday uh-huh. we finished up our series we, sure we concluded trying not to suck and uh talked through the last section of beatitudes uh typical you know the the 
typified by blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called sons of God and blessed are you when you're persecuted. It just drives you even further into the kingdom, which was uh, Eugene Peterson's sort of take on it. And uh, it was a great Sunday. It was it, it was packed. Second, ser- like, like ten o'clock service, kind of weirdly normal. Yeah. At least second service was like there are people here. Everybody, our kids' rooms were uh, busting. It was awesome. It was really really great. Mm-hmm. And we actually had to add chairs in the back and all of that stuff, which is like the best, the best ever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. It was good. We had some first-time guests again, uh, volunteers doing first serves. Megan uh, sang on the worship team for the very first time, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Not me, super nervous. Not, diff- not you, different Megan. Um, and uh, it was just yeah. a, a fun weekend all Eric together. killed it with the intro video. The intro video is hilarious. He said, I texted you, him later. You said you so identified. I was like, very relatable. <laughs> very relatable. <laughs> it was dating red flags. It was like an online dating story. Yeah. For and those of you who, by the way, because um, this is this is different. Like if you oh, watch yeah. this only online and listen to this podcast from wherever you're listening to this. Yeah, you probably this, didn't see it. And you didn't get to see it. And I really don't have any way of being like, I well, don't know. what it was would you a search TikTok, for? TikTok bad, person. Bad date advice. No, I don't know what you would search for. I could tell you the user. Um, but I texted Eric and I was like, oh, I loved it. And um, it's Elsie Myers. E-L-Y-S-E-M-Y-E-R-S on TikTok. Elsie Myers on TikTok. Yeah. The story's called Taco Guy. Her delivery was fantastic. Fantastic. But yeah. he sent me a video of her answering like users' questions to her yeah. about the Taco Guy story, um, which was also fantastic. Yeah. Um, There's no way that she has not watched Nate Bargatze. Oh, do they have a similar delivery? Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and it's, a, and I found myself even in first service specifically doing something very similar and i can't even explain what it is like but like just his delivery on some uh, on certain things i was like oh she likes nate bargazzi mm-hmm. and that's great because he's fantastic yeah and brilliant and she all that stuff. um it was such a good story yeah and in when she, in the video that eric sent me later um because he was like oh i almost texted you to make sure you didn't miss it because i i think he knew i would find it yeah. very hilarious but um she's like if you don't think this is true, you've never on, you've never been online dating. Like you've never been a woman who's met a guy from online dating. That was the thing. <laughs> she it was there was so much detail in it. You're you're listening to it. You're going. There's no way this didn't happen. Yeah. Like this happened in this way as well. Yeah. Like it was it was fantastic. It was really, really it good. was really good. Yeah. So. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I, I think just the, the talk on peacemakers in a time of, and, and I mentioned this being a really hard time to be a peacemaker it, when we kind of defined what it was, you'd rather have somebody like, you know, in, in a world that choose you or tells you to choose your side wisely. Um, trying to be a peacemaker is an emotionally distraught and draining thing. And I, I think we were mm-hmm. able to communicate that, uh, fairly well. And probably because I'm sitting there going, how much of this story do I just want to share about myself in yeah, right. the last 16 months, right? And and unfortunately, some of it's too recent, too fresh, too new, or they still attend. And so like, <laughs> I have to be careful on yeah. what I uh, yeah. what I put out there. But it was... Yeah. And it is, it's hard to be like that kind of peacemaking, that level is really hard because we do live in tribal, like we still have very tribalistic mindsets in how we interact in our communities and with other people. And, you know, Christ is asking us to kind of set that aside, like think outside of that mindset and don't just get stuck inside your own little bubble of understanding and knowledge. And this is my tribe. These are my people that I 
associate with and I don't like and everybody else's other and enemy and outside and I don't want them in my tribe. Um, and we really need to like step away from that mindset. And it's really hard because it's very like, you know, biologically ingrained in us to protect our people and be part of a group that protects each other. Yeah. I got more uh, texts from people yesterday after the talk than I have in probably any message. And that could be because numbers were up, but mm-hmm. I also think it just struck an emotional yeah, chord. Yeah, I for think a lot it of hit hard. Like, yeah. because we are not in a time of peacemakers. Right. Just across the board. And what does peacemaking look like? And why, like, and like that, like being told, like Christ is telling you that this, the blessed are the people who seek this hard work. Yeah. Like, oh, ouch. Like I have not been seeking that. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Both for the benefit of the world, Mm -hmm. but also for a personal awakening Mm -hmm. to Christ's role as the peacemaker for us. And I tried really hard to illustrate the fact that um, oftentimes peacemaking in a human conundrum is between two warring parties and Christ isn't the the reconciler between the warring parties of God versus us as if God is against us. I tried to illustrate how oftentimes it can feel that way or we create that mentality because that's what we're so used to Mm -hmm. is anybody who's on the other side of us is, is somehow against us. And so us even putting into categories when bad things happen to us, I'm being punished. This is God doing something to me. And that is not the right way to look at it. I do think that there is a chasm, that there is something different, that there is something wholly other involved with God that then, you know, when, when, uh, when, uh, when God approaches Job in that Job's complaining, going, why'd you do this to me? Why'd you do this to me? And then out of the whirlwind, the voice speaks and says, who is this that, uh, you know, who approaches me, who tells me what to do like this, like this holy, uh, this is otherness. This is not, I'm not a better version of you. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. not something that's like a little bit, I chose differently and I, right, I, I yeah. went to Stanford or mm-hmm. I went to USC instead of wherever you went. This is something like apples and oranges on this case. Uh, and therefore a mediator is required the, the holiness, the holy sacredness of something other. And then the inclusion of us into that, uh, can oftentimes make us probably feel defensive and feel something and feel anim- uh, like animosity towards that thing. But that's only just because of a human construct of our own making, our mm-hmm. own our own mindset doing that because we we disqualify ourselves in some of that stuff, right? And uh, I, I think that Jesus coming in going, your brokenness does not have to exclude you from the holiness of a heavenly father who's crazy about you, by the way. So I, I stand as a reconciler and... And that is hard, messy work. So every time that you get involved in this hard, messy work, may you go, thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing for me because <laughs> I'm a jerk and I'm I'm not worth it and all of that kind of yeah. stuff, I, I think was the overall main point of it. So Yeah. And that invitation into holiness, like I'm going to redeem your brokenness into this other God thing. And so when we try and stand in that chasm, which like we have zero capacity to actually do, like it's about, I was thinking like, um, you are happiest when you are seeking to see others as human, right? Like I'm seeking to see God within someone else. I'm seeking to see God within the humanness of that other person and to like truly like 
seek first the humanity of someone else, like see them as a human, not as a stereotype or a thought or a like number or whatever. Right. I'm like, my job is to see every single person that I encounter as human whole and like, and broken at the same time. Right. Like I want to see all of that and think of that first. And I'm going to be happiest in my life when that's my mindset and that's my go-to. Yep. Yeah, because uh, it's you. You're not creating this like false enemy in in, in your mind as well, or, or categorizing, or again going into that tribalism mentality, which feels good in the short term because you're like, I now I have people who like me and, mm-hmm. and echo my opinions and and you know think rightly like in, like in the same way that I do, um, and yet it's really just insulating and, and not really an awareness of what's actually taking place and what's actually out there and what, Mm -hmm. what humanity as a whole, I think is, is, was created to be. Yeah. And I think of like, you know, working with teenagers, the amount of anxiety and pressure and just like, uh, like brokenness that you can see seeping into them through our society is pretty insurmountable and sometimes feeling anyway. And like, I just like for a long time, I've just always been like, I want you to know you are precious you are a precious creation. You are here. And that's like the only reason you're precious is because you are here. You exist. And like you are precious to me. You are precious to God. Like, I mean, obviously I teach at a public school. I can't say that to them. But like, like you are a precious creation and simply because you exist. Mm-hmm. And please don't let anybody else make you feel any way different than that. And like, I just think adults need to hear that too, right? Like, we are precious creations. And if we seek to see other humans as that first, like it's going to be so, it's hard to do that, but it's going to be so much better in the long run. Yep. Yep. I love it. I thought it was a, uh, a fun series that ended uh, well for us. And, and if you joined uh, as a part of Eastlake uh, at the beginning of this because of the mailer, because of a new series or because of something, uh, thanks for sticking it out for an entire series. That's our goal really is not a one-shot wonder. I like come one week and then make a decision. I, I always ask at the beginning of a series, just give us a, you know, a chance to make a full argument and then you can kind of go your own way if you want and walk away from it. And uh, I hope that this was a clear enough picture of a, a, a grace uh, that is um, divine, a grace that extent is extended to anybody and everybody and, uh, and an invitation into a life that is truly happy, that is fully meaningful as, as uh, Jesus would kind of invite us into and describe mm-hmm. for us. So anything else you got? Nope, that was it. All right. Let's jump into our something interesting. Technically, you opened because you yeah. opened with eating. With eating because you're uh, a yeah, jerk. Yeah. So I'll go first if <laughs> okay. that's okay. Yep. Uh-huh. To give you a chance to uh, <laughs> work on this. Have you ever heard of magnet fishing? Like the game? Nope. Like real life magnet fishing. Look. Oh, I'm dang. Gonna you, I'm going to show you Is it because there's so much like metal, like hard, high like hard metals yeah. in our water that fish are now magnetic? No. Oh. That's that's not it. But uh <laughs> in Europe, in kind of an older, there's not as much going on in America cuz you know, America's not really that old. Mm-hmm. We're 400 years old or 500 whatever it is now. Um and uh so in Europe though, where, where there are also more waterways that go through towns Got like it. Thames yeah. mm-hmm. and London and mm-hmm. and Berlin and all all of those things. Um you see in movies uh like people like throwing guns, like oh, I'm thinking yeah, in, in uh-huh. Les Mis or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, they just yeah, like yeah. we're trying to get rid of it. We throw it in the canal. We throw it in this. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they get under the mud and they would send divers down, but they don't always find things. And and um, so now the the hot thing that came out of the pandemic is these TikTok 
people, guys, going <laughs> magnet fishing with these uh, super powerful magnets, fishing stuff out got of it. like in town, in urban stuff. Uh-huh. And, Do they ever uh, pull up like pipes or anything that are supposed to be there? Uh, good question. I'm sure they probably have, and there's probably some controversy. Uh, the bigger controversy (laughs) is they don't typically always clean up after themselves because they're usually younger kids. Yeah. And in Europe, there's, they're like drive smaller cars. Mm -hmm. And so they don't have things to haul away all the stuff that they find in America. It's less of an issue. It is banned in North Carolina, Mm -hmm. uh, but other, which I have no idea why North Carolina bound it, but apparently there was a bunch (laughs) of it going on over there and it's banned in that entire Uh, state. Interesting. But everywhere else is fine. And Americans drive bigger cars and actually haul away their garbage afterwards. But Uh typically in the, in Germany specifically, there's been an issue with people pulling crap out of the river and then just leaving it, leaving it and calling the, uh, the, uh, disposal (laughs) units and saying, there's a bunch of stuff over here. You might want to come pick it up. Uh, But, uh, I'm that shake my head emoji right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, two of the ones that were featured in a Wall Street Journal article uh, this week, actually this morning, uh, Nils Lang and Tobias Schiller are Germany's most popular magnet fishers. They have 50,000 YouTube followers uh, and also have a, a TikTok as well. Uh, they have found uh, a world uh, a bomb from World War II five Ooh. times. They found 15 guns and about 30 safes. And anytime they find of anything of historical interest, uh, like a Prussian sword they mm-hmm. found once, they call the authorities and they have uh, found e-scooters, baby carriages, and once even a toilet. They keep almost none of it. Uh, over the past 18 months, they've pulled 170 bicycles from the water. Oh, wow. And uh, their best ever find was a bayonet they believe is from the 19th century. And the weirdest thing that they've ever found is a briefcase full of old vegetables, which, quote, it smelled so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I believe that. So anyways, if you ever <laughs> go- you vegetables in a briefcase? On a European tour and <laughs> see guys on a fence with this big, long rope with a huge, like, magnet that uh-huh. you can buy. Like, it, they're pulling up these crazy safes. And you, you see the size of these things, and you're thinking, that magnet must be crazy powerful. And it is. And they have this link to a shop mm-hmm. that kind of sells all the different things. That's but cool. uh, it's kind of different. That is kind of different. Yeah. That's cool. I thought it was interesting. I think it's interesting. Yeah, going fishing. Um, mine also involves Europe, or Britain, I guess. is not technically Europe anymore. Um, and Sprinkles. It's called Sprinklegate. It's still a part of Europe, Megan. <laughs> They're just not a part of the Europe. No, they're not part of the European Union. Yes. They're, they're part of the part continent of Europe. of Europe, but they're not part of like the political, okay. the geopolitical, right. what we consider Europe. Yeah. They're the UK. Anywho, um, and there is a like bakery in um, the UK in, in Britain, I think. I don't remember where exactly. Oh, in Leeds. Sorry. Ooh. And they. Yeah, Leeds um, United is their mm-hmm. FC team. They have some controversy going on because they had been importing sprinkles from the United States because apparently sprinkles in the UK stink, like <laughs> like not smell bad, but like are yeah, poopy, not great. Not great. Yeah. Um, and but apparently in the United States we use a dye that is banned in Europe, and so these sprinkles are actually not legal in the UK illegal, to use illegal cupcakes. They're illegal sprinkles, um, and they have a couple of pretty hot ticket items on their bakery list that involve the sprinkles that they are just not selling anymore because the owner refuses to use British sprinkles. Oh my and gosh. I haven't looked on the Facebook page, but apparently um, the owner has had some really funny posts on the Facebook page, on their Facebook page about the situation. And he's calling it Sprinkle Gate um, because he was like reported by someone. Oh my someone gosh. reported him that he was like <laughs> using these banned sprinkles. 
Um, and so I rec- yeah, I, I recognize this dye, right? Um, so yeah, it's a oh, it's a regulated additive in red number three that is banned in Europe, but is okay in the United See, States. I always heard that red number five was the bad one. Isn't that the bad one? Yeah, I mean that's probably the one that in the United States has been banned, but apparently red number three is also they has have, some things they have that aren't than we do often. I, I don't even <laughs> think that red number five is banned here. I just think that there are some people I've heard that are like allergic to it and oh uh, yeah. Uh-huh. You don't eat it because I can eat all of the, I can eat all the Skittles except for the red ones. Yeah. Um, because well, of. Okay. But isn't there red in other of the Skittles? I mean, well, orange is like. I don't want to go red. through the color wheel. For the, <laughs> I have no idea how they do it. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> but. Yeah. So that's my story. Fun. That's also from Margot. That you was could a- make a lot of money smuggling. Right? Who knew? like all of these cupcakes in there and then take the money and go magnet fishing over there. UK has got some cool stuff going on guys. Check it out. Uh, all right. That'll do it for this week's episode yeah. of say something interesting. My only promo is here. Here's the deal next week. I'm going to be, let's see on Monday, I'm going to be on a plane. Nice. Um, and so we will not be recording that week. And then the following Monday is literally our last day in Disney. And then we come back on that Tuesday. So it's going to be a little bit of a delay here between now and the next Eastlake, uh, or sorry, say something interesting mm-hmm. pod. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I haven't even talked to you about when mm-hmm. we'll record the following week. So um, TBD on that. <laughs> In the meantime, um, I want to advertise a uh, uh, Halloween is on a Sunday this year. And we're mm-hmm. having everybody, if you want, bring your kids all dressed up in their fun stuff on that Sunday. We're going to have extra candy out that day. Nice. And I wrote the script today that Jenny is doing this Sunday. And I wrote a really funny line that I cannot wait <laughs> Uh, for you to hear. In fact, I'm just going to like say, hey, listen, adults. Wait, in preparation of? Yeah, for for this if quote unquote event. It's not really yeah. an event because it's just, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, adults can definitely come dressed up as well. Uh-huh. But it is a church. Yeah. <laughs> just keep that in mind. And our bar is low, but I don't know if it's like sexy nurse low. <laughs> so take that for what it is and yep. go. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Go on your merry way. Yeah, there will be small children here. Yes, October 31st. <laughs> it's on a Sunday. Uh, they are not doing the big around the uptown shopping thing because of the COVID concerns uh, with a lot of the businesses. So this will be our really o- our only chance, to, yeah. which is a bummer because this would be like the one year that we'd be like, let's go. It's on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And you can stay mm-hmm. after and serve. But anyways, that's all right. We, I totally understand. Uh, and uh, But that's going to be our, our big uh, Halloween deal. Fun and times. Do you have your costume decided? Uh, Are you going to be in Disney? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to be in Magic Kingdom nice. on that day, which nice. is pretty awesome. That'll be fun. So, yeah. It should be should be good. Yeah. We're going to go to the – I think they have the uh, haunted house that's the, okay. the like, Nightmare Before Christmas one. I think they do it. Don't, don't ask me. It's also, like, the 50-year of, of – we didn't even plan that. We were supposed to go to Disneyland in the summer of 2020, yep. and then that got all postponed to this. Mm-hmm. And now it's 50 years of Disney, and we, like, look like we are geniuses for timing this. <laughs> really not. We just got lucky and had <laughs> – points that we had to use because they were going to expire so anyways there you go nice uh i'll bring you back a cookie perhaps so you can (laughs) chew that on the next episode of say something interesting so mean have a great week guys (laughs) bye